Hey guys, today we're going to talk about the benefits of the KonMari method of decluttering and organizing. So starting with, let's just go to the show that they have had on TV. So I watched the show and I've seen, I watched it a while back when it first came out, but what I noticed that felt like it just was overwhelming and it would take months for an average person to tackle that kind of chaos on their own, if not years, because of the just sheer overwhelm of the amount of clothing and the mountains of items in those same categories. When you pile everything up, it just kind of makes it feel like an impossible task, especially if we're working with someone that has ADHD or um, just lots of children around or tons of distractions. When I, as a mother, am looking at an entire mountain of items, whether that be books or clothing or whatever it is piled up in one place, it does seem like an impossible task to figure out what sparks joy or what pieces you like or what makes you happy, what books you need to keep, what clothing you need to keep. When you're looking at it that way, it, it really, it, it feels almost paralyzing. Like there's no way I can handle this. I'm, and, and then it brings on all of these feelings of these negative feelings because you guilt yourself and you, you beat yourself up for having that much stuff that makes you feel overwhelmed by and letting it get to the point where you're overwhelmed by the amount of things that you have brought into your home. You're an adult, by the way. So <laughs> why have you done this to yourself? That is one of the biggest reasons to me that I could never, ever ask a client to do that, um, to bring everything from one category and just pile it up like that. So instead of doing that, now I do a similar method where we keep everything that is similar together. So for instance, I would take all of... Um, Let's just do an example if we're cleaning out the clothing, right? We know that we need to clean out the clothing in your closet or um, the, all of the books, right? So what I would do instead of or even a kitchen, okay? So we'll just the kitchen, the closet. What I would ask you to do instead would be to pull out all your shoes from the closet or pull out all of your serving utensils in the kitchen, any of your, you know, your ladles, your spoons, any of those sorts of things in the kitchen and take a look and see what you have. This is the place where they should be in the kitchen because this just makes the most sense for how, you know, where you would be using them. So this would be the location they would need to be kept. Do you have enough to fit them in this space? And how many duplicates do we have? That's what I'm looking at. Then we pick our favorites. Same for clothing. We are not going to pull every item of clothing out of your closet unless we have a major disaster in there and we really just need to make some sense of it. Um, unless your closet is so piled up that we can't work in the closet. Um, but even still, what I like to do is pull out specific categories of items from the space to make decisions on. So example would be you pull out all of the pants or all of the dresses um, and make a decision on all of those. Pull out all of the coats 
our jackets, layering pieces, and make decisions on those and decide which ones you still like, that still fit, that you would like to keep. That is how I break it down so that it is not overwhelming. When you're taking on and you just know that you have to get through all of your jackets today or this week and make a decision of how many you need to keep and then put them back in the closet in the same place so you're not having to dig through your dresses to find jackets that got lost behind the dresses or something. I want them all easy to get to and easy to use. So um, that just breaking it down in a smaller category can often make an overwhelming task feel not so overwhelming. For I do the same sort of thing with my children's rooms when I when we're when they've completely trashed it and even years back when we had a ton of toys and just lots of children playing at the house, neighbors and friends in their room, spilling stuff. And, and often if we have cousins over or something and they've just made a mess of their bedroom, what I would do is start with getting everything that belongs on the bed picked up. Okay, next, pick up all the, the stuffed animals and decide, do you wanna keep all of them? Do you have any that you want to get rid of? Every time we're doing a cleanup in a space, my children have a <laughs> an option. They are not leaving the room, so anything that doesn't belong in the room, if they find dishes up there or um, things that belong to someone else, they put it right outside the door so they're still staying in the room and staying focused on that task at hand. Um, when we're doing that, it saves so much time because it's so easy to get distracted and decide to get a drink and then you're thirsty and hungry and you know, then someone wants to talk to you or your friends knock at the door and want to show you something and you never get back to the task and you come back in, it's bedtime and the room is still a mess, right? It's happened a dozen times over here, probably a hundred times with my children when I'm not reminding them to stay in the room until it's finished. And then it doesn't take 20 minutes to finish their whole entire bedroom, including putting away their clothes. So when we are working on a specific task in the room, I break it up into smaller areas. I pull all of the stuff. So <laughs> when my children are cleaning up their bedroom, um, and same for me, when I'm cleaning up downstairs, working in the living room or working in a space, I like to pick up everything off the floor first. Start with the floor. What's on the floor? What got pushed under the furniture? What's hiding under the bed? Let's go ahead and sweep it all out so we can see what we have to work with and then start breaking it up into categories. Okay, let's put all the clothing away. Let's put all of the trash away. Let's get all of the books back on the shelf and really just go through the process of making those categories and then deciding as you're putting things away, you don't like something, then put it in the hall to be donated. Like don't leave the room, just put it right outside the doorway. And then when it's time, when you finished cleaning up the bedroom or the space, then you can move and put those items away. And that saves so much mental time that you can keep re, um, what's it called? You can keep yourself on track with what you need to be doing. You can keep from distracting yourself with other things by leaving the room to go put things away. It just will help you stay focused and more likely to actually complete the project in the time that you've set aside to complete it. Um, so far as my schedule, when I do the time blocking for my schedule, I really am 
so much more efficient than when I do not do a time blocking schedule. So for instance, if I do not have a time block, then I will at 10 o'clock still be doing my morning devotions instead of getting into all the other things that I need to do. So if I do the time block, I know that my morning stuff needs to be done by 8 a.m. so that I can go from 8 to nine, eight to 10 kind of area and really go through the house and get a lot of stuff done. That's when I like to do my vacuuming and laundry and <laughs> cleaning the bathrooms and those sorts of things that I, if I didn't get to it the night before, um, but any of the house cleaning parts, if I'm going to be washing the walls or mopping the floors or anything, they need to be done right after the children leave for school so that then I can get to my work block because my work time starts at 10 a.m. And I often have clients starting at 10 a.m., but that gives me time to eat breakfast and do the things that I needed to do ahead of time. So my time blocking really does help and stay focused on what I need to be doing during the times of days that I have allotted for them. So from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., that is my working hours. That is when I am focused on work, everything to do with work. That's when I meet with clients. That's when I record my podcast. That's when I have all of that stuff going. And if I don't get it done during that time, because we had appointments or interruptions or the children were home or I had a sick children or which doesn't happen very often. Thank you, Lord, that my children are healthy and that we do stay healthy as a family and don't require a lot of sick days. But school delays, late starts, early pickups, you know, all of these other things uh, that, you know, my husband being home during the morning and wanting my attention for other things or we needed to finish up conversations or he had errands for me to run or extra tasks that I needed to do during the day to get through um, during my time that I should have been doing something else. It really does take into my work block and it keeps me from being as intentional with my time. It keeps me from being as um, on task as I need to be. Same thing with dinner time. If I get distracted with playing with the kids or we take, you know, we go to the park or we are um, just hanging out and I'm letting them do other things and I start working on something or I'm decorating or rearranging an entire room or something that I like to do um, along those lines during my work block that I'm not getting my work done during my working time. And it keeps me so unfocused. It keeps me behind. Uh, that is one of the biggest reasons I love the time blocking. It really does help me to stay focused as a working from home mom. I, even when I was a stay at home mom, my life ran better when I used a time block and really gave myself boundaries for when things needed to be completed. So if I didn't get this project completed, I still needed to go and fix lunch for my children. And when you have napping children, they have their own schedule, which helps you to be more aware um, of what you need to do with your time. Uh, so you know you need to feed them before nap time. And if they're too cranky, then it's going to be hard to get them to take a nap. You know, if you wait too long past their nap time, you miss your opportunity when they get older. Um, or you know they're going to have a bigger meltdown or they're going to maybe not go to bed as easy in the evening because you kept them up too late for their nap. So all of these things are really important reasons why 
we need to keep a time block schedule and really schedule out our day and our plans and the things that we need to do. So for this upcoming season, we got the holidays coming up and it gets so crazy. There's so many other to-do list to to do's on our list. There's so much more shopping that needs to be done. There's decorating, there's rearranging. Um, and like I said, in our last podcast, I was doing my children's bedrooms and getting their bedrooms decorated for the holidays. And it looks so cute. I can't wait to share a picture with you guys in the Facebook group. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, you can go to the SOSmom.com and uh, I believe it has a link on there. And then the Facebook group is Simplify, Organize, and Style for Overwhelmed Moms. So if you wanted to join, I would love to have you. Um, you do have to answer the questions or I won't let you in. It's kind of automated there and it should be pretty easy. Um, I did have a glitch in it. So if you got, um, if you did um, want to be in the group and you signed up a while back and it didn't let you in, I noticed that it was not um, letting everyone in and had to <laughs> go back and get that done. So I do apologize for that. But back to our task at hand is when you are breaking down your categories into smaller categories, whether that be your schedule of what you need to get done. Um, I like to use a pretty broad category for what I need to do for my time block. So I know everything that I need to do before my work schedule starts. So my morning block is pretty much from 6 a.m. to 10. And then my work block is from 10 to 2. My afternoon is from 2 until 5. And then around 5, we start doing dinner time and um, getting ready for bed. So that goes until 5 to 8. And I like all the kids to be in bed at 8. And then from 8 to 10, that's when I would relax, hang out with my husband, help with my older kids, finish up some things around the house, and get that stuff done. So I just, I know that you as a mom, you as a person, whether you have children at home, whether you never had kids, it doesn't matter. If you're trying to figure out how, why you're not getting stuff done and you have a long to-do list of things that just aren't getting done, there's a good chance you're using your time on things that are unimportant or just time sucks and time wasters just as a distraction. I know for me, if I have my phone nearby, there's a good chance I'm going to open it and then I'm going to get distracted for five minutes and, or an hour if I'm not paying attention. It's so easy to get distracted. So I like to set my phone down, leave it, go finish a task, then come back and take a picture of what it was that if I needed to. Um, but I really do like to get all of that stuff done and break it down. And with, again, back to the Kamori stuff, when we are looking at the project and it looks like an overwhelming amount of things on our to-do list, our schedule with everything that we need to get done and we don't have a, you know, we don't, a way to simplify it so it, it feels less overwhelming, like breaking it down into categories or breaking it down into what time of day would be best for me to get this task done it makes it feel like we're never going to get done. And so we end up giving up and just distracting ourselves. Um, it's kind of that we need a mental escape to relax and just take our mind off of it. And then we're hoping that what we're looking for on there will help us to get focused and motivated. But all it does is distract us. Nine times out of 10, all it does is keep us from doing it. And then we have less time to do the things that we need to do. 
So I really want to encourage you to break down your to-do list into much smaller steps, whether you are taking on a huge project and you need to rearrange things in your entire home, uh, or you're getting ready to move, or you are just trying to get through each day because there's just so much to do and so many people having um, requests of you, right? Your children, your husband, your work, whatever it is. It's so easy for us to get overwhelmed with the things on our list. Um, And just on our plate, our mental load of work that we put on ourselves because we want to take care of the people that we love. It is so easy to be overwhelmed by that. And that's why I want you to really, really focus on getting yourself on a time block, getting those schedules in, and then breaking down those projects instead of making it an overwhelming task like that KonMari mountain of clothes that I saw on so many of those different episodes that I I really felt like it was going to be impossible to get that done. And when I have clients that are calling me for help, um, that... I understand that feeling because I feel paralyzed when I'm doing it by myself too. I don't want to do that by myself. I want to do it with someone. I need someone there just for that, um, just entertainment factor, um, motivation, that, you know, uplifting spirit in the room, just someone else in there to help me through it. Just that conversation or whatever it is to get us through the project when it feels overwhelming. Um, So I do understand that and I do want to help you through that. So if you are feeling like you're stuck, sometimes just getting a plan for how to do it and how to break it down into smaller tasks. You know you have this entire room that needs to be redone or you have to rearrange all the closets in your house to make room for something else, whatever it is. Um, There's so many different things that we have going on in our lives. Everybody's life is busy. There's so many things that we all have weighing on us and if it's not up front in our face, it's because we're ignoring it probably or hoping someone else is handling it instead of us. So everyone has things that are important and that are a big deal and that are feeling stressful to them. And so how can we make it easy to accomplish? And the way that I've found is the most helpful for most people is by breaking it down into smaller categories of what it is that we need to do. So for myself, my whole house needs, I've got to go through and get my whole house ready for the holidays, right? I'm hosting the holidays for my family. So I have a lot of people that are going to be here. I'm going to need to get through those closets I haven't gotten to so that people have room to put their things. We're going to have a lot of people sleeping here. I need to go through my linen closet again. I need to go and redo my children's bedrooms and get that stuff done. Um, I got through one child's bedroom this week and I have another bedroom upstairs that I still need to do. I'm planning on doing that tomorrow when they're home so they can help me vacuum and get that stuff done. And, um, I'm planning on relocating some lizard tanks. So (laughs) that's, um, the reason I'm waiting so they can be doing that sort of thing while I am upstairs in their room. So I'm hoping I can get that going today, but there's a lot going on uh, for us. I have that on my to-do list. The linen closet is on the to-do list. The master bedroom, all of the dressers need to be decluttered. Like I have a huge list of to-dos and all the things that need to be sorted through, right? That doesn't even include 
pulling out all of the Christmas decor. That's on my to-do list. And I know if you are a the woman that runs your home or the person that's running your home right now, your to-do list is feeling more and more um, full as we get into the holiday season, as we get closer to the holidays. It feels like we, we just have so much on the list. And in that time that we have things on our list like that, what I want you to really think about is how can I break this down into a smaller, more achievable task? How can I make this um, work into my schedule? Where is the best time of my day to fit this task in? Um, can I block out an hour um, this week to work on getting this, this room done or this project done? Do I just have 10 minutes here and then I can finish up in this 10 minutes later in the day? right? Where can we get that started? If your laundry is completely overwhelmed, you have so much dirty laundry that needs to be washed. Every day that you are, every moment that you are home, you are going to be running the laundry until it is caught up. That is what I had to do when I had my third child. And I told you it took me seven months to catch up on laundry, seven months to catch up on laundry when I had my third child and I was done at that point. Like I, I never wanted it to be that bad again. And that's when I started making these changes, but it's possible. <laughs> that was the first time I was done with all the laundry in the whole house and everything was cleaned and it was manageable. And for a short time, I was able to throw in everybody's clothes for that day and just keep up with it that way. But then we went out of town or whatever, something happened. I had other kids in the home. I don't even remember what happened, but for some reason that just wasn't realistically um, maintainable for me to do everybody's laundry day of, or even two or three days of laundry, because it just seemed like it just would pile up again. So instead of doing that, I told you my laundry system, you can look that up in the podcast episodes, but I want you to really stay focused on what it is and really give an initiative every day to do something. If your home is super cluttered, promise yourself that you are going to grab a, a bag and you're going to get rid of things every single day. You're going to fill up that bag every single day. Maybe you can fill one up in the morning and fill one up at night too. If it's really bad or you have a shorter time frame that you want to work on it, man, just keep going at it all day. Every time you're in a room, like fill your pockets with grocery bags, right? <laughs> and uh, take those around the house with you and fill them up. Promise yourself that every time you go in a room, you're going to grab three things that you can get rid of. Find something, even if it's just trash that you're starting with, just throw the trash out from the room and go through the house and grab enough garbage bags to fill your dumpster. And, uh, you know, if you're good, if you are home when your garbage man comes or when they pick up the trash, you can, you can have your other garbage bags there and reload them and have them dump it again. Um, I've done that a couple of times when we've had a big, um, a big round of clutter after Christmas. I do this every time cause we host a huge crowd. So I try and get out there when the garbage is coming through and reload it with the rest of the trash that didn't make it in the trash can and just really try my hardest to get all of the garbage out and all of the stuff done and keep up with the laundry, like get the laundry caught up. So we're not behind anymore. Run it all day long. When you're home, whatever day you're home, run that laundry all day long and just turn that alarm on on the dryer so when it finishes it makes that loud obnoxious buzzing sound it's so that you know it's time to go and get that laundry and get started on the next round 
fold it as you're bringing it out of the laundry room, like out of the dryer so that it doesn't pile up somewhere else too. Like don't let your clean laundry pile up either. Stay focused on what you have to take on and see what else you can get done today. Like what is one thing that has been stressing you that you can improve? Like what is one thing you can do to make it better without it being overwhelming? Like what, what is something that you can do to make your to-do list a little bit less overwhelming? Maybe you just need to sweep out the kid's room. You know, what's on the floor? Move the furniture, sweep it out, give yourself 20 minutes. Like you can do that in 20 minutes. Just make a huge pile. If that's all you're doing is making a huge pile of the stuff, let them pull out what they want, get rid of the rest, be done with it. Like it can be that easy. Don't let yourself get attached to stuff that doesn't even belong to you. Those are not your toys. Those belong to your children, right? (laughs) If they don't want it enough to clean it up, then why would you force them to have to keep it and keep cleaning it up? Don't do that to them. Don't do that to yourself. That's a lot of emotional baggage and just heavy. It just doesn't feel good. Like you feel frustrated with it. I've done that a couple of times. I've tried to do that with my kids when I first started this and it just felt negative every time we went around it. So I was like, you know what? Fine. It's gone. Next time we did the cleanup, it was gone, like gone. They didn't miss it. They didn't care. They were happy, like relieved all often. They were just relieved that it was gone. Um, so really think through what can you do? How can you make it better? And how can you fit it in your schedule throughout the day, throughout the week? What day of the week is going to be the best day to take on a little bit more time on a bigger project? Do you have any time? Is there a day that you can order dinner or grab a frozen meal from the grocery store rather than having to um, take time in the kitchen. You know, can you take that 20 minutes and throw that frozen lasagna in the oven and (laughs) instead of uh, being in the kitchen for 20 minutes, can you throw that frozen lasagna in there and be doing a task during that time that that's cooking and you would normally be in the kitchen prepping, right? What can you do? Um, can you, when you are cooking, cook a double batch so that you have a second night of dinner for next week. Like you can do another, another night of dinner and, uh, throw that in the freezer. So you have a healthier version of the frozen lasagna, right? (laughs) So those are the things that I really want to encourage you with this episode to put on your list of to do's of really Break down those things that are already on your list and stay focused on how you can get them done. And secondly, um, time blocking. So get them in your schedule. So just give yourself three to four hours of your time block uh, for your morning, then for your work block your or your daytime. I broke mine down different when I stayed at home than I do when I'm working. And when I work out of the house, it's a whole nother story, right? So I do, a, I do have a very flexible schedule, but I also know what I need to do on the days that I'm home and the days that I'm not home. So I need you to be aware of that. If you have a schedule that you just can't figure out how to make it work because you have multiple children at home, multiple schedules and appointments and all the things, let's have a conversation, book yourself an SOS call and, or maybe you need a consultation and a virtual organizing session, and we can get that worked out, get your schedule worked out, and really plan out what you need to prioritize and how to get that on your list of to-dos so that you can actually achieve it and get it done so you can stop stressing about it and feel accomplished with your day. 
All right, I hope you have an awesome day. I will be praying for you. I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for you. Come join me in the Facebook group at Simplify, Organize, and Style for Overwhelmed Moms, and let me know what you think about this episode by leaving a review or what you think about this show, about the podcast in general. Leave me a review on whatever station you're listening to, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Please leave a review so I know and I can hear from you how this podcast is um, helping you. I would just really appreciate that so much. All right, you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.